How is everybody doing this fine day? I hope everybody had a great weekend. I certainly did. I know my lovely wife and had a good time. Uh, went and saw a movie. And oh, I got in the microphone by me. Today we are going to go over fat, uh, fat girl on a diet. Uh, I've done a video about her before. And if she enters the chat, by the way, uh, or if you're watching and you haven't entered the chat yet, uh, you are more than welcome to join me as we discuss this. And I am just going to review her latest video about how, how obesity is slowly killing her uh, and offer some uh, advice and whatever I can do. We're just going to review and then offer advice and whatever I can do to help. Uh, for those of you that are new to this, my name is Alan Roberts. Um, and I've been helping people lose weight for probably about six years now. I'm a best-selling weight loss author. Um, oh, yeah. And fat people hate me. <laughs> but uh, I don't blame some of them because some of them don't like being told true shit about themselves. And that's what I do. I tell, I say the true things. Uh, so if you're new here, thank you for joining. I appreciate it. If you're new here because you hate me, what's up? I own your fucking soul. Um, and um, to all of you that are here every day, what's up, motherfuckers? We're about to get fucking crazy in this motherfucker. Um, anyway, I'm going to say hi to everybody and then we're going to go to this young lady's video. I don't want anybody to go give this young lady a hard time. I think she is uh, a perfectly nice person and I do think that she has the best of intentions. I think she needs a little help. Uh, I truly do. Uh, and I will try to offer up what I can. I just got done working out a little bit ago. So I'm a little, a little, a little exhausted, <laughs> but because my wife's program for me, it's just silly, silly. But for those of you that don't know, the workouts that I'm, my suspension system training workouts that I'm doing, you can join every single day, Monday through Thursday. I might even put a Friday one in there. If you, in fact, join uh, the, un uh, the Uncensored group, which is right here, the Uncensored group, that gives you access to our app. Plus, you're in an Uncensored group where I talk about everything from politics, fitness, everything like that. Uh, and you can also be in my, the Hunger Management Support Group, which is where I share all of my food. And we are also... Uh, Monday through Thursday, I'm doing a suspension system training with anybody that wants to join. I'm not really instructing that much. It's kind of like, let's do this together type thing, uh, because I can't talk when I work out like my wife, who can just like have full conversations while she's like running top speed. It's crazy. But um, in fact, let me pull myself up here a little bit. There we go. Um, but you can join that. Please do check out No Morbidity. It is our non-stimulant, non-thermogenic-based appetite suppressant. It is for a sale for Vitamin Shop right now and at Tiger Fitness. It should be restocked today, if not tomorrow, at ambrosiacollective.com. Uh, please use the code capital M, capital F, I-N-G, capital C, capital O, capital O, and it gets you 5% off anything you order from Ambrosia. And uh, the biggest thing I want to tell everybody is also follow the podcast, Alan Roberts Uncensored, because if you are watching this live, you will not be able to rewatch it on YouTube because I'm doing these lives and then I'm pulling them off of YouTube and then I'm putting them on my podcast, Alan Roberts Uncensored on Spotify because YouTube in fact hates me uh, and they hate the truth. And uh, we have a, we're starting to get a pretty good following on Rumble and on Spotify. It's amazing how, you know, how the words of truth spread when not suppressed, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. How when there's no suppression on true things being said, uh, how quickly the word spreads. It's amazing. Society should try it. But I'm going to say hi to everybody. And then we're going to go on uh, with the review. Betsy, how are you? Laura, what's going on? Meg, I'm going to miss a bit of this beginning. We'll be back in a mile. Good for you. 
Slate, Erica, uh, that is me. Go buy something. Uh, Cactus Pass, what's up? Janet, how are you? Lady Hawk, Hannah, Cookies, Jen, Multi Miss Gigi. What's up? Uh, Slash Chicken, Jack Batman, Hey Man, Angela, Suvi, Lisa, SH, Kimberly, Magnga, Taylor, Zachary, Martina, Jeannie. Uh, I already said hi to you, Jen, uh, but hi again. Uh, Night Trucks Nova, Brian, how are you doing, my motherfucker? I hope you are doing great. Send me a message on the app to tell me how you're doing. I, I, I was just thinking about you just the other day. Uh, Bass Bunny, how are you? Jessica, how are you? And Julia, uh, Loki Chokey, what's up, Julian? Um, Maddie, Amy, Horse and Rider, Wellness, I like that. Uh, Heather, how are you? Dory, I'm fat and I love you and Crystal. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's weird. It's like this kind of dichotomous thing where there's people that know they need to lose weight that are, in fact, self-actualized. And they don't internalize the things I say. Like we, we had this, the big debate of last week was shaming, right? Because I'm such a horrible, I shame people. I, I don't shame anybody. I literally don't. If me saying true shit about you shames you or making jokes about, you know, you being as big as a fucking tractor trailer, if that offends you, I don't give a fuck. I don't consider it shaming. I don't give a fuck if you do. Um, you're only, you only consider it shaming because you are indeed, in fact, ashamed of it. Um, and that is a you thing. That is not a me thing. I'm sorry that my words hurt you because you are that fucking pussy ass weak, but my words are my words to speak because I have the right to speak them. So therefore they're going to be said, I mean, what are you going to do? Come cancel me. Oh no. Oh no. Ah. Um, we're in a ridiculous society. Society will continue to suffer from what it allows. And I'm going to make a short video about this on a different topic. We are going to get onto it later. I'm probably going to make a video about this freestanding. I don't know if I'll be able to keep it on YouTube, but uh, you know what? Maybe I'll, we'll, we'll wait. To, I, I, want to, I want to talk about the Dalai Lama. I know it sounds a little crazy real quick, but I was just reading an article. For those of you that don't know, before we get into all this other stuff, I'll make a video about this later. But for those of you that don't know, the Dalai Lama is on camera over, from over the weekend telling a young child to, in fact, suck on his tongue. And I am not joking. Like, it is absolutely disturbing. But what I want to say is that society will continue to suffer from what it allows. And if that was my young child, I don't care if it's the Dalai Lama. I do not care who it is. If that was my child... You motherfuckers would be inventing descriptor words for the level of fucking violence that I would put on somebody if that was my child. You motherfuckers would be like, holy shit, we don't even know how to describe what just fucking happened. Because I will reach way back into the fucking deep, dark spaces of my motherfucking mind and make an example of somebody that would ever fucking try to do that to my child. And everybody fucking should. So that is what I'm going to say about that topic. And then we'll talk about this and I'll leave that for later. But I just needed to get it off my brain because the way ADHD works is it's the thing that's permeating your skull. You need to fucking deal with it. Um, what was the reason he gave? I don't give a fuck. What, what, what was the reason he gave? I don't, I don't, I, I full on don't care. I, I literally don't. I mean, and people are trying to defend it. That's my say. Like, I don't care. I don't care. 
that, that would have been his last day. People would have been people would have been surrounding him smelling pine. I can guarantee fucking tea that shit. Society will continue to suffer from what it allows. The Dalai Lama over the weekend told a young child on video to suck on his tongue. We have to, like, enough of the crazy, okay? And speaking of that, uh, speaking of that, enough of the crazy, I do believe this young lady, uh, we are going to switch back now because I don't want to get, I don't want to, I, I, I'm going to push the dark demon down. The, the, the dark demon that, that, is like, that Crystal holds the gate, the key to, I will push him down and I will fucking keep it down, keep it down. We are now going to talk a pivot, pivot, pivot. I love it. I love it. I love it. That meant, thank you very much. Jen Louise, thank you very much. You, you, you've, you've shifted the, shifted the, 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 the mindset. I, 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 I thank you very much. So here we go. Pivot. <laughs> here we go. This is, uh, and again, like to, to, to this young lady, I and I truly mean, we're going to watch her at 1.5 speed, by the way. This isn't how her voice sounds. Uh, young lady, please do. Please, please, please do uh, reach out if you need any help. Okay. Uh, intro. Hey, everyone. It's Mary, and welcome back to my channel. And I have a lot to update you guys on. So I wanted to pop in here and do kind of a long video. I will try to break it into sections on the bottom to make this a little easier for you. But grab a snack because we're going to be here for a minute. All right, so I have been gone for about a month, and there has been a lot going on in the last month. So I thank you for doing that. I don't really do that thing, by the way, with the lives breaking it down. And I don't. So sorry. Just was like, you know what? People are wondering where I'm at, and I really didn't even respond to any comments on the last video. The last couple of videos I put up have been kind of depressing. Not gonna lie, I'm going through a really rough. 2023 is just not a good month. Good month. Good year. I don't even know. Look, this is how this is how my year is going. <laughs> okay, I don't even know what month I'm in. What in the world? So with that being said, there's a lot to talk about. As I said, grab a snack. We're going to be here for a minute. And it's like a no makeup Thursday right before Easter. And we're just going to chat. We're just going to sit here. Good for you, by the way, to have the fucking balls to sit in front of a camera with no makeup on and chat. Good for you. I wish more women did that. You are, you are frankly, a, a very good role model for this. Because the act of slathering on toxic chem like I'm, Crystal has gotten so much lighter with her makeup. And I encourage her every day. But I mean, it's like it's so fucking amazing how the beauty standards that society doesn't want to like stick with, like health and shit, you know, like like not being 300 pounds. Like people are like, oh, the beauty standards, this and that, blah, blah, blah. It's not, you know, you just blah, 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 this and that. But yet the beauty standard is to slather on pounds of toxic makeup every week onto your porous skin. So it seeps in endocrine disruptors and all sorts of shit. So hats off to you, Mary. Here in chat, and as you can tell from the title of this video, there's a lot of crap to talk about. Okay. So first and foremost is that um, most of this video is going to be spent talking about my health and you guys, the weight will be part of the conversation because it, it is what it is. But I first wanted to just update you guys on. It's kind of sad that she needs to discuss that. She actually had to kind of like, that's all, that was almost like a disclaimer. She's like, I'm sorry to tell you, but health is going to, like my weight is going to have to be to a topic of me talking about my health. If weight is not in the conversation that you're having about your health, even if you are at a healthy weight, you should be adding it. 
Like if your nutrition is definitely like nutrition should be a part of every health conversation. That's how, you know, doctors don't treat health. Doctors treat disease. Doctors don't try to prevent illness. They treat illness because if they tried to prevent illness, they would be talking about nothing but nutrition almost the entirety of the time that you're with them. All right, you know, oh, you know, your knee's inflamed? Okay, well, let's eat low inflammatory to help that out and you know, possibly uh, take some natural herbs to fucking help with your inflammation because there are tons of natural herbs. Take some berberine. Berberine is an incredible anti-inflammatory. Berberine, there's a new study out that shows that berberine is actually good for removing plaque from your arteries. You know, I mean, there's so many positive things that you can do about it. But it's kind of sad we live in a society where this woman, justfully so, by the way, felt that she needed to give a disclaimer to people in her audience about talking about her weight because it's a radical large factor in your health, you know? Good for you, by the way, on both marks. Kind of the stuff with dad that's going on because this is affecting my mental health so badly. <laughs> uh, so my dad had a heart attack about a week and a half ago. He had a heart attack on... My goodness, I hope he's okay. Today's Thursday. It was Monday of last week, so about a week and a half ago. And as you guys know, he's an end-stage heart failure. And oh, we know God. that there's not much the doctors can do, but he had a heart attack. And I called 911 because obviously that's what you do when someone's having a heart attack. Right. They took him to the hospital. And he has had blockages in the heart that we know are there and we know cannot be surgically removed. And that's what caused this heart attack. And so we had to have some really tough discussions because the doctor knows that <sighs> this place in his heart is like 95% blocked right now. And we were basically told that he can't do surgery on this, that it, it's not that he, he can't do surgery. It. The chances of him surviving the surgery are very, very small. Again, we've known. That, that's, that's normally why when they were, because they want your money. If they can do a surgery on you, they're going to do it. I mean, just, just, to, just so you guys know that, if they can do a surgery on you, they will. It's very, very, if they can, I, I, hang on. If they can do a surgery on you and get paid for it, they will. They, they, they don't give a fuck anymore. Uh, the healthcare industry is completely, completely devoid of any ethics. It's, it's disgusting. Uh, and, it, and I would debate that with ethics professors for, for, for medicine. Because medical ethics is about like, do no, do no harm. Mm. <laughs> a lot of you motherfuckers are doing a lot of harm. So his heart at this point after this last heart attack is working at 15%. God so damn. So 15% of his heart muscle. I am so sorry. I am, I'm very sorry for this woman and her family and anybody else going through that situation. I know it, that's my mother. My mother's health is, is hit or miss and it's, it's very hard. And what she's saying is that it's extremely poor for her mental health. Uh, and a lot of times people that have trouble with food, it's, it's, you know, their mental health is a big factor involved in it too. And so I really feel for her. That is still working. That's it. And he is winded doing everything. They sent him home from the hospital because dad has decided that he just wants to think about what he wants to do. Because the answer is if he has to have surgery on his heart, he would have to go up to like the University of Chicago or Northwestern. He would have to go to like a special hospital. You can't just go like the local ER um, for this sort of thing because it's that complicated. But that his chances of surviving the surgery due to his heart only working at 15% is extremely low yeah. and that he would probably just die on the operating table. So dad's not willing to do surgery right now. He instead is being treated with medications and he was sent home with home health care palliative care he has nursing that comes out every week like three times a week to work with him and as his health declines then they will bring out more until hospice. eventually he becomes at the level where he needs hospice and so it has really just it has been fast and i also go through every day knowing that he is blocked at one's at 97 one's at the big ones that caused the heart attack was 95 he's got one that's at 97 another one that's at like 90 some they're all in the 90s and what this basically boils down to is that he is either going to die from congestive heart failure yep. and his heart will just give out because it gets too weak and it can't do it 
or he's going to have a massive heart attack. And I am absolutely terrified that I'm going to wake up and he's just going to be dead. And that's, I'm really struggling with it right now. And it's, my mental health is not good and it's really hard. I know people who've been through this with people who had cancer and all kinds of things, but it's really hard knowing that you have to watch someone go and that there's nothing you can do. And my dad is actually at this angry stage. So it's been really difficult because he, and he's part of his grieving process and dealing with it too, is that he's just pissed about everything. <laughs> everything will set him off and he's just an angry person to be around. And so on a different note, and again, I just, I try to save the things that are on my mind. I, this woman's going through a lot of shit, like very clearly, you know, hurting yourself like more with food is not going to help, but it, that doesn't mean it's hard to not hard to stop because of how like food and emotions are connected. Right. But I also want to say that her father is literally giving the pathway because I'm sure his eating habits and his, his health, I'm sure his preventative health, his personal preventative health care was probably pretty shitty. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, and look what it's doing to his daughter. Do you want to do this to your children? Like he's killing his daughter because obesity is slowly killing her. She admits that. But this woman is trying to get her shit together. And frankly, she's probably been big her entirety of her life. And that's part of her, her father's fault. Uh, and to add more stress onto your children, onto your fucking children, you know, like, I'm sorry that he's mad right now, but you did it to your fucking self, frankly. Uh, and you're hurting your daughter, dude. I'm trying to be understanding of that because, I mean, how would I react? I think I'd be pretty angry about it too. So that's what I'm dealing with. Um, so on I don't know. I don't know if you'd be angry because she seems so self-actualized about how she's hurt herself that she would just be like, well, she might be mad at herself, but not the situation, you know? On top of that, I have a lot of my own health issues that have popped up. Um, and that's where the title of this video comes from because, you know, I was really proud of myself for losing the weight that I lost because mm -hmm. I really went into it like rare to go and... I lost a good chunk of weight. And then when all of the crap happened this year, it really slowed down. And I'm just going to be flat honest with you guys. I gained weight since the last video. So instead of going down in weight, I've actually gone the opposite direction. And it's just proof to me once again that I'm an emotional overeater. I have an eating disorder. I know that I do. And it has just proven to me that even though I was doing really well there, that until this, this is fixed, this will never get fixed. I disagree. Um, and here's why I disagree. This doesn't need to be fixed for you to lose weight. Otherwise, I'd still be fat. Uh, yeah, just saying, like, I mean, uh, like, I'm still a binge eater. I consider myself like, I, I, I treat my binge eating like alcoholism. Like, I'm two years, uh, two years and almost three months. I'm two years, two months and three weeks since my last binge. In one week, I, in one week, it'll be two years and three months. From my last binge and i keep track of it because it's a problem like alcoholism would be a problem it's a fucking problem it would be bad for my health it'll be bad for my future so that's how i keep track of it i started adulting about it and even though you're not going to necessarily like i the and i haven't watched this whole video so i'm just going off what she said but my worry about what she just said is that people are like i need to work on my mental health first before i can work on my physical health and then eat garbage and let themselves stay at or gain weight, uh, stay at the same weight or gain weight 
from eating all sorts of garbage and your health won't get better. Like right now, a huge problem right now is like the amount of weight you have also is fucking with your hormones. It's also fucking probably putting you in a lot of pain. She's probably in a chronic inflammatory state. So like, this is why I always tell people like one of the best diets anybody can go on is just no processed foods. Like cook it on your grill, cook a steak, cook veggies, cook on the grill and only eat from the grill, you know? And like, if you, I just think that like people overcomplicate this stuff to the point where they build up all these little like possibilities of failure. Like I need to weigh all my food. If I don't weigh all my food, I'm a failure. I need to calculate all my food. If I don't calculate all my food, I'm a failure. If I don't do this, I'm a failure. If I don't do that, I'm a failure. If I don't do that, I'm a failure. And frankly, most people that have finally decided to lose weight from a super morbidly obese state already don't have a, a very a great opinion about themselves. Like the home, some of the homework we give on a weekly basis, because in our coaching, which by the way, I'll, I'll just post a link up here too again. In the coaching, my wife and I, um, uh, my wife and I do it's daily communication, weekly video conferences. And at those weekly video conferences, uh, I normally give homework. And one of the pieces of homework we almost always give uh, is uh, uh, is to say something nice about yourself in the chat. You know, like, I mean, it's it's very, very, very important. Um, hang on a second. I'm not fat, but if I was, but if I was, that would not be bad for me. It would be bad for you, society, your family, the planet, pollution, everything like that. Shut, you're, you're out of here. I mean, why, why fucking deal with it? Why? I mean, I have seen strong fat, fat people. You guys don't even try to fucking, it's, it's not like you even fucking, the, the fucking, the trolls even suck anymore. Weak, pussy ass bitches. I have to get this figured out. And I feel like now that life has just gone to SHIT, I'm not going to cuss because apparently YouTube don't like cussing anymore. Uh, I'm not going to like risk you. Fuck them. I don't know how, I don't know how the YouTube works. Okay. But let's just say life has gone crappy and I have fallen back into old patterns and that's horrible. And I hate it. Well, if you're, when your life gets shitty, going back to shitty unhealthy habits is just more self-defeat, you know? Like, uh, it's, it's more, it's more of a problem. If, if you watch, if, uh, if, if Mary, if you watch this, please reach out to me. I, I, I would, I would at least like to, like to do a consultation for you to see what we can work out. So. All right. So let's talk. Starting out with A1C levels. Um, I had my yearly checkup mammogram, OBGYN cancer check. Um, cardiologist, like all of this stuff happens in spring for me where I have all of my yearly checkups, right? So my primary care doctor did my normal blood work, like always, and my cholesterol was okay. It, you know, was if the medicine's controlling it, so we're fine there. But my A1C came back at 5.9. Now I have been fat as all get out Jesus. for years, years. I have been large, but I have never tested that far up in the A1Cs. I've been in the fives. I've been like 5.4, 5.5. Welcome to diabetes. But I've never been like a 5.9. Okay. Why is that scary? That's scary because a 6.0 is diabetes. 5.9 is pre-diabetic. Mm -hmm. So now I get to start blood sugar medication. And that's disappointing. Is I mean, it's disappointing. It's disappointing that even though I lost a little bit of weight, like I'm still pre-diabetic. So that sucks. Um, part two of that is that my cardiologist was concerned because when I went in, I was honest with him and I said, hey, I've been having chest pain. 
I've been having chest pain. I've been having a heaviness on my chest. Um, there'll be certain times throughout the day. I'm not even doing, I'll just be sitting. And, you know, I'm immediately like, Ooh, what's going on? Cause it just feels like an elephant's on my chest. Jesus. Like, yeah, that's not good. Cause that's usually a sign that there's yeah, that's not good. something going on with your heart. So, I mean, you're just, just putting this out there. Your father is, is dying of congestive heart failure. You should, they should do an eco. You should, you should ask to get tests done if you're having chest pains. That's very bad. As a very morbidly obese woman, that's very bad, especially with your other test results being extremely poor. I did. I got to. I got to. Hang on one second. I saw this one and I got to do it. White peach salad brings us one of the more moronic things of the day. Uh, three months, no processed food, calorie deficit every day. Haven't lost anything since the first two weeks. I feel like a massive loser lately. You're not in a fucking calorie deficit if you are not fucking losing weight. Reality exists. You are not in a calorie deficit if you are not losing weight because reality. How hard is it? Why is this such a hard concept for people? Why, 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 why would you just sounded so stupid? And I'm sorry, but I don't buy your story, one. But two, I'm, you, I don't believe you, three months, no processed food, and you're not losing weight, and you're in a deficit. You're not in a deficit. I'm not, not going to say you're a bullshit fucking troll-ass liar for uh, three months, no processed food. But if just for anybody out there, even this stupid fuck, if you are not losing weight, you are not in a calorie deficit. If your body is not going to, like, energy is not being created from nothing to make up the deficit. Morons. Fucking get there faster. We don't, we don't have time for you fucks to be this stupid anymore. The level of obesity is very, very high in our society. We do not have time for you guys to remain this fucking dumb. We really don't. Either shut the fuck up and get some fucking help or stop being this fucking stupid. You are not in a calorie deficit if you are not losing weight because reality exists. Moron. All right, I'm back. So he ended up ordering a stress test for me and a bunch of other stuff. And then he also was like, look, you know you have sleep apnea, but you have not ordered a CPAP. And the reason I did not do the full, like, sleep study with titration, that's my dog, um, and buy the CPAP machines because I didn't have the money. It's expensive. I hadn't hit my deductible on the insurance, and it was going to be a lot of money for me to order the stuff that I needed to get the proper testing. So I did one of those home studies that said I had sleep apnea, but I never went further than that because I just couldn't afford to buy the things you need to treat sleep apnea. So he ordered another home test because insurance, you have to get the test again, and then ordered, based on those results, a sleep study in the lab where they titrate you for a CPAP machine and do all that. Yeah. So let's start with the sleep apnea, and then we'll go into the hard stuff. All right, so sleep study did show that, again, I do have sleep apnea, but the results were worse now because it was, I had like a very low amount of sleep apnea on my last test. It was one of those things where like, it's expensive, you can't really afford it, it's low sleep study, so like, or it's low results. So like, if you lose weight, this should solve your problem and you won't need to worry about the CPAP machine because you'll lose weight and everything will be better, right? Mary okay, Mary, you not like, get the CPAP machine. Absolutely get the CPAP machine. Absolutely. Get the CPAP machine, Okay. But you're out of time. 
like for real, you're out of time. You're starting like kind of like a little death spiral here. We're talking about chest pains, pre-diabetes, sleep apnea. It, it is it it is time, period. It, like a hundred percent time to lose weight. Like one hundred hundred percent. This is very. This is this is. I applaud because this. By the way, what she's describing, most people her size would describe too if they were honest. Just to, I mean, most people would. You. You can't ha- like it's almost impossible to have a neck that big to like uh, with that with that much uh, weight on it and not have obstructive sleep apnea. Like the average, the, like the like people with seventeen an inch up ha- are the people that normally have obstructive sleep apnea. And it doesn't matter if it's muscle or fat normally, but if you know, it's just it's it is what it is. I didn't lose weight because I'm stupid, and even though I lost a little bit of weight last year, I didn't lose. Oh, wait, hang on. A liar says what? I've been eating one salad a day and one protein drink a day. I don't have snacks. I don't do, uh, I don't do zero sugar foods. You're a liar. You're lying. I mean, sorry, but like, I mean, I think you're trolling, but if this is, I get comments like this all the time. You don't understand. I just eat salad, a protein shake, and that's all I have in a day. And I don't lose weight. Yeah, you're lying. That's why you're a liar, like a bad one, fucking full on fucking liar. So have a good day. Anybody that says that, not just the fucking nameless troll that fucking is trying to pretend like that they're doing something. I mean, it is fucking lying. Like people like I don't I barely even eat, but I can't lose weight. Yeah, you eat a lot, though. You're lying. You know, like it's just reality. Was enough to make a difference. So when I did my sleep study, I have notes here for y'all. I ended up um, having 139 times where I stopped breathing. Jesus. In eight hours. I slept for like seven hours and 15 minutes or something like that. So I stopped breathing 139 times for the whole night. I was averaging, give or take a few, about 16 times per hour they put as my average time I stopped breathing. And my oxygen was dropping down to about 80 to 85% every time I would stop breathing. Jeez. And the longest time I stopped breathing, they said was like 12 seconds. So think about that. Do the math on that. I mean, the total amount of time, I forget what they had. I didn't write that down. I think the total amount of time for the entire night that I like just stopped breathing completely was something like two or three minutes or something of like no oxygen. Oh, I just wasn't breathing, Jesus. breathing at all. And my doctor's like, yeah, you have, it's still considered, sad part, here's the sad part. That's still considered moderate sleep apnea. I would really hate to see what like extreme sleep apnea is, but my doctor's like, yeah, you can't play. The problem with moderate sleep apnea though, is that she's already pre-diabetic and she's having chest pains. This is very bad. With this anymore, you have to get a CPAP because if you yeah. don't, you're going to die. Yeah, she's going to die. Why my blood pressure has skyrocketed back up in the last couple of months. It had gone down and I had gone off blood pressure medication, but now it's way back up and I'm back on blood pressure medication. And he says, that's why. So I had to go in for the sleep study where they titrate you for a machine. Hated it. I, I hated it. Um, I slept 66 minutes. I, I understand you hated it, but like, do you hate it more than you hate dying? I hope so. I do. I, this is, I'm very sorry to hear all this, Mary. For the entire night, it wasn't even enough for them to get like a baseline setting for the CPAP because every time, I don't know how to explain this. And if you have sleep apnea, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I would put the mask, and they tried three different masks. It feels like you're suffocating. That's what yeah. it feels to me. It felt like very claustrophobic. And I never thought I had claustrophobia until I took the test, but it felt extremely claustrophobic. And like every time I would start to doze off, 
I would wake up and I would panic and I would yank the mask off my face. Um, and one time, because she showed me how to unclasp it, one time I couldn't get the clasp and I actually started hyperventilating. And like mentally, I know that there's there's air coming through this mask. Like I'm, it's not that I can't breathe. It was all mental, but I had a horrible time with it and they just could not get a good enough reading on me. You know, I'm very happy that we have things like CPAP machines and treatment for sleep apnea and stuff like that. But it amazes me how many people need one in our society and we're not like thinking that this is a red flag, you know, like society should have stepped in way long before this woman got to this stage. Society, like, like if, like the, if we had to answer to each other, I think things would be different. This, this, I feel, I feel bad. Like I feel bad for this woman in that, like, if society would like, we've, we've niced people into this, right? Like she's, I think she's in the mid three hundreds or something like that. Like that should be seen as such oppressing. Holy shit. Society needs to help this person lose this weight. What can we fucking do situation? But healthcare has just kind of treated it. You know, I mean, it's just, we, it's so, it, society has like forgotten that we need to be healthy together. Like I, I say this again to Mary and other people. I know, I mean, I, I, I find it very understanding that people are upset about their life, life situation. People don't like admitting that they've gluttoned themselves to poor health and then they're paying the price for it. I think she's very self-actualized and doing a much better job than most people do. But what would happen for Mary and people that have sleep apnea and people that have, that are on all sorts of medications, what would happen if the power would go out or the supply chain of pharmaceuticals would stop? Like we, as the, as the tribe of America, as the tribe of humans, as a matter of fact, we should not want people, these people to suffer and be, uh, I mean, she's clearly, fat people are suffering. Fat people are suffering by at their own hand, a hundred percent. They are. Us lying to them about it propagates that even more. Um, it just absolutely does. I don't believe you again. I still don't believe you. I, I don't believe you. And it's not because of the NOMO. I'm not even talking about your hunger. You don't just eat a salad and have a protein shake and not lose weight. You, this, this is, in fact, a lie. So, I mean, you're just a fucking liar. So... I mean, let me know if you want to come on and discuss it. Let me know if you actually want to appear live on camera, like right now, and discuss it. But you're a fucking liar. So she told me that I'm still waiting because I see my doctor next week. But she said, it just depends on your doctor. They will either reorder that study and you have to go back in, but like they'll give you a sleeping pill or something to help mm. you sleep. Jesus. Or they will just start you off. How is that even a real, a real thing? I mean, like, we're going to give you a sleeping pill to have you sleep for a sleep study. Like, how does that not absolutely affect the sleep study? I don't even, I didn't even realize that was a thing. What they call is an auto CPAP. 
an auto CPAP is supposed to auto adjust based on your breathing habits. So it won't 100% solve your issue, but it will help your issue. It'll like minimize the amount of oxygen loss you have. And then after you're used to the machine, so like six months to a year later, yeah. you can then go back and do another sleep study and then they can actually set it for the proper adjustment for you. So I don't know what my doctor's going to choose, but unfortunately my sleep apnea is much worse. And I knew it had gotten worse, which is why I didn't fight him on this. No man should. Like, no, 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 no woman should weigh over 300 pounds. No woman should weigh over 250 easily. They don't have, there's not the bone structure or muscle density to possibly support it. Uh, I agree with you, but uh, they definitely, they definitely shouldn't weigh over 300 pounds either. Um, but, wow, no video showing. I don't know what to tell you. How about now? Bodybuilders can weigh over 300 pounds, in my opinion. They're super fucking unhealthy. Super, super. Not one human being over the, over the weight of 250, like 300. Like you're talking 300 pounds. Bodybuilders can weigh, can weigh 300 pounds. No, they can't. They, they can, but huh? no video. Very strange. I don't know why. How about now? Better? I mean, I see it. It's crazy. I see it, but you don't. Uh, this is true. Most men should not weigh, shouldn't weigh more than 180 pounds. I completely. You push the video aside. Oh, oh, no video of her video. I thought you meant me video. No video of her video. Oh, okay. Now I understand. You see me. I see. I see. Okay. So here we go. She's time. back. Um, what really caught my attention for that was that I was getting to where I was falling asleep at my desk. If I sat down to watch TV with dad, I'm falling asleep, constantly tired, just never feeling like I could sleep all day, never felt like I was getting enough rest. And the other thing was, as I'm, I was actually waking up in the middle of the night with my chest just pounding and feeling like I couldn't breathe. And I was like, this is all new things for me. Wow. So it was important to me that I checked it out and I'm glad I did because obviously the sleep study is worse. So I'm going to have. I feel very bad for her. This person said depression kept me at least at, the, at less than two K steps a day for months. I don't know what clicked, but for the past week, I've gotten around 15,000 steps up getting better. That is great. Great to hear. Keep I, to just, I don't know where I'm getting money from, but I'm going to have to figure it out and get a machine because even if I do continue to lose weight, I mean, something has to happen in the meantime because I can't live like that. Well, you're not going to like the thing is. You, you're not going to live like that. You're you'll die. Like the chance that like you're already pre-diabetic um, and uh, having sleep apnea problems and chest pains. If you don't get a CPAP machine, I'm, I'm afraid you're going to die. So I really wish you would. I really, really wish you would. Moving on to the heart. This, the, first of all, a stress test, no fun. They put me on the Lexican, Lex, Lexican, I don't know what it's called. The one that they do it with chemicals and you don't have to go on a treadmill because I'm fat and the doctor didn't want me to hurt myself on the treadmill. So they did it with medicine-induced stress test and it actually came back okay for the most part, but there was one shocking result. So. Give me one second. It is not fat shaming. We are having a reality-based conversation. If you find shame in that, you're fucking weak. You need to fucking toughen up on that shit. Nobody's shaming anybody here. I'm not. I refused. I, you guys can literally fucking 
uh, you know, say say it all you want, but I am sorry. If me saying true shit is the reason you say I'm shaming shit, shaming you, you are in fact ashamed. And I'm just saying true shit. It's a you thing. I'm not shaming anybody. I'm saying true shit. You're the one that's fucked up, not me. Everything came back good, right? Like EKG was fine. Things look, things look fine. Everything's the wall is the wall of the heart is fine. The, everything's fine, right? Except I do have a defect in the heart uh, that looks like it's damaged caused from a prior heart attack. Oh shit! So she had a heart attack and didn't know. I've never had a heart attack that I know of. Oh, you've had one. You just didn't know, and which happens a lot with very, very large people. It happens a lot with very, very, very large people. Alan's not pulling any punches today. Alan's over pulling punches to begin with. Now that I know that there's another avenue besides this bitch ass YouTube where I can put my shit, my stuff up and people will be able to hear it and listen to it and it will go. There's no more need to fucking watch what I goddamn say because I can say what I want to fucking say. And I'm going to say the shit that society needs to fucking hear. And that's what we're doing right now. I don't, I want everybody to get fucking healthy. I want everybody to fucking have long, happy, healthy lives and not be a burden on the fucking system. I want everybody to do that. However, anybody that's trying to make any fucking excuses or anybody that's trying to be any way delusional about this bullshit is going to get both fucking horns because I'm over it. So, and I said this to my doctor, I'm like, I've never had a heart attack. And he's like, you could have had one and not known about it. Yep. That's easy. What? What? Easily. You're 300 plus pounds. You're almost, you're 400 pounds. You could easily have had a heart attack. You're in a constant state. I, I would be shocked if a 400 pound person hasn't. You're in a constant state of inflammation. Like there's a, like your body is flooded with TNFA, IL-1, IL-6, IL-10. That your body is flooded with these things. I would be shocked that you didn't have a heart attack. I just, I mean, I, I, I really, it, I wish people could understand. I don't know why, like, and, and Mayor, I, I really, I really like you, but I don't know why you're surprised about this. Like, this is like the problem. This is the problem when society doesn't like, holy shit, you are in massive physical jeopardy when a woman hits 300 pounds. Holy shit, this man. Average height man is 300 pounds. We need to lose weight very fucking quickly. Very fucking quickly. Very quickly. As a society, we've got to stop playing around about this. Of course you're sickly. And you having a heart attack where you didn't know about it, it could have been one of the times you didn't, you stopped fucking breathing in the middle of the night. You know, like literally. So apparently, at some point, had damage to my heart. Yes. Now we'll discuss this at my doctor's appointment next week again, but he's like, we may need to do further testing to find out what happened because he doesn't see anything wrong with the heart. Like there's nothing, he doesn't see blockages or anything. So how did it end up damaged? So I don't know. I mean, you know, I was looking up symptoms of a heart attack. And it could have been the chest pains you were having. Because we think of a heart attack like, oh, grabbing your chest and pinging one down the arm. No. But when I was looking it up, the symptoms of a heart attack for women are not the same for a man. No. And it sometimes presents itself as like you're getting a cold or you're super tired. or You know what I mean? It doesn't always present itself like you would expect a heart attack. Or chest pains. And so I'm looking at this list of symptoms and I'm like, that happens to me like once a week. <laughs> so how do you know that some of that is not normal stuff or in which one of those was a heart attack? I cannot... <sighs> 
this is why it should be like I understand like she's she's like I understand what your your dilemma because you're trying to figure out like how do I know if I'm having a heart attack or how do I know if I'm having this? You're probably not gonna, which is even more pressing why you should literally stop eating all processed foods, only eat meat and veggies and non-starchy ones for a long, long, long time. This woman should be drinking 300 ounces of fluid a day, non-caloric, non-alcoholic fluid in a day. Um, she should be very much trying to do her very best to wear her CPAP and get some decent sleep. She should be in a swimming pool, a swimming pool for an hour a day every day. Get yourself in a swimming pool at 400 pounds. You need to be in a swimming pool. Let's not joke about this. 400 pounds, you need to be in a swimming pool, swimming every single day, every single day. How do you calculate how much water, uh, how much water, um, uh, uh, water again? I suggest between, uh, set the base minimum at a half ounce per pound of body mass, max, and go up to an ounce of fluid per pound of body mass. I actually go way over an ounce of fluid per pound of body mass. I, uh, like today I'll have somewhere around 300 ounces and I weigh about 180 something, 182 probably right now. Um, but, uh, she should be probably trying to shoot for 300 because it, when, when you get enormous, like very, very, very big, that's a lot of ounces of fluid. It really, really is, but she should be trying. That's for sure. Um, and let's see, uh, she has a lot of stress to take care of her angry father too. I know, I, I know I, 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 I bit my lip on a few things there too. Uh, weighing 300 pounds is scary. I was in the two hundreds by 13, around 260 when I was 17 in quarantine. I found Alan and others. Uh, love is brutally honest. I'm more educated now and I'm 24, 158 at five forward, still progressing. That's a fucking hero. That is a fucking hero. I'm so proud of you. Like it almost like fucking teared me up. I'm so fucking proud of you. That is fucking amazing. You, you fuck, you're your own fucking hero. You're, you're, look, look at the example you're setting for your family. You saved yourself. This is the energy our society needs. Good for fucking you. Good for you. No shit. No shit. And also look back at situations like last summer when I decided to try to mow the lawn and couldn't breathe and was having chest pain or when my fat ass at 400 pounds was walking Sagittarius cusp anyway, um, was walking Louisville with my sister and ended up um, with chest pain because I was too fat to keep up with the group or. Yeah, I, I would, I would say that that's probably when you had a heart attack when, you know, extreme physical exertion for a 400 pound person, probably in heat, uh, probably radically dehydrated too. Um, her doctors probably not even talk to her about hydration because they don't give a fuck. They don't know. But I, I would I would say so. When I was four years old and had rheumatic fever and had a heart murmur, could this be damaged from the heart murmur that's popping back up? You know, there's a million things it could be, but it freaks you God out. God damn, you have a heart murmur? Holy fuck. Uh, I mean, like... If you have... I mean... And she's, I get where she's coming from and she's under a tremendous amount of stress, but this is why you don't let yourself get this big. Okay. This is why you don't let yourself get this big. And she, from her last video, from what I remember, she was talking about how she was big, fat, fine, no problems at all. And now she's, it seems like she's thinking back, thinking like, oh, well, I was having chest pains or, well, I was this, but also like it, like I've said it a million times, like 
the health of a morbidly obese person can change like that. Oh, I, all my meta, my tests are all great, everything like that. One thing can happen, and you can be diabetic, them chopping your feet off in like a fucking month and a half. I mean, and that's I'm not, and I'm not trying to be like inflammatory. I'm being serious. You could test not having uh, diabetes one month. And then two months later, be getting your fucking foot chopped off because you got a diabetic sore because you became diabetic without realizing it. You never checked your feet. The sore didn't fucking heal. Most people that weigh a large, a large amount of weight, like 400 pounds, their feet always hurt. And oftentimes they go numb from the tying shoes on them too tightly and shit like that. So you could go from being, if you're a 400 pound person, you could go to having, you know, nothing. Uh, I am metabolically healthy to footless in like a month and a half, two months. I've literally, literally seen it happen and know people that's happened to. Out a little bit to have someone say, yeah, everything looks good, but it looks like you had a heart attack in the past. Wait, what? I never had a heart attack. Apparently I did. I don't know. So that's not encouraging at all. So who knows what testing is gonna come from that. And then last but not, well, not even last but not least, but I also have another hernia Oh. Because my lovely baby over here, my fluffy butt, is 70 pounds, and he decided to go running through the mud. He was running through the mud like a crazy baby and came in covered in it, like like rolled in the mud. So mommy had to pick him up and put him in the tub, and we don't have a normal people tub. We have a jacuzzi tub because the people we bought this house from were bougie, or they were trying to be bougie on a budget. Obviously not that bougie. It's an ugly house. But anyway. Does everybody know that they've kind of convinced you that the word bougie means means something it doesn't? Like bougie is all of a sudden being seen as like, you're ritzy and everything like that. Bougie means common. It's very strange. People don't know words. Um, People get super upset with words. They don't understand them. Lifted my baby into this jetted tub at 70 pounds and ripped open. I already had an umbilical hernia forming. I, I ripped it open. Yes, I did. And this time it is containing a small section of bowel and fat. So guess who gets to have yet another hernia surgery? Man, I feel bad for her. Uh... I feel very bad for this woman. I feel very, very, very bad for her. Uh, Mary, I don't know what, I, like, I, I feel for you about the surgery. I would I get that, I would get that as quickly as possible. And, wow. I don't know, Mary. So, I, I mean, let, let's let's see what she's going to do about it. Okay, like the program, and then okay, the program. And to top all of this off, we are going through kind of a crisis up here in Northwest Indiana when it comes to healthcare. I have friends who work in healthcare up here that are nurses and doctors, and it's kind of a twofold thing, right? So number one, our area is being bombarded with people moving over from Illinois over the last few years. Uh, things over in the Chicago area and Illinois in general are not good. I'm not a politician. I'm not going to go into all the talking about all this stuff, but let's just say the Chicago area crime has gone up. Property taxes have gone up. Owning a house in Illinois right now is super expensive. And so a lot of people during the pandemic and just afterward use that as their excuse to jump ship and come to Indiana, but they still work in Chicago. So obviously they want to be in driving distance. So you have a lot of people now, now live in Northwest Indiana, mostly Lake County, but some in Porter that live here, but commute up to Chicago for work or Chicago area for work. And we've had a population boom. So much so that schools up here are bursting at the seams and it's just difficult getting into the hospital in general. So all of that to tell you that all of this health crap is going on with me. And one of the programs that actually was ended 
was the healthy um, weight loss program that I was doing at the local hospital. It's no longer being funded because they need those offices for other things. And the weight loss program was ended. So I don't have that program anymore either. Get a hold of me. I've made two videos on you, Mary. I, I will help. I will help you on on me on me for a little bit. Get a hold of me. So people, please message her to somehow get a hold of me, and I and and I'll never discuss it. Not not unless she wants to, or at the very least, you like Mary. We can make content off of it or something like that. Like like, uh, but reach out to me. I'm not I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I know that I do have a very lovely wife who's the sweetest creature ever. So there's that option too, but. Um, This woman needs help. And I mean, she needed help when people were teaching her how to eat. Um, damn. Um, the good news is that right now, my gynecologic oncologist is from University of Chicago. And when it came to my hernia surgery, because the wait time for surgeries is so long, he actually recommended me or referred me, I should say, to a surgeon from University of Chicago, because otherwise it was going to be like midsummer before they could. You're wrong. This, this, this person says these people will never listen to you. You know that, right? I've literally coached a thousand people from morbidly obese weights to like healthy weights, like a thousand. I get dozens of daily messages, emails, those sorts of things saying how we've helped people like dozens, dozens daily, you know? Um, and people listen. I, I have, I think I have like five or six coaching clients now that will openly say, that they absolutely hated me when they first found me. But one, I have one client who, who reminds me all the time how he heard my voice when he got to the flight of stairs and he couldn't breathe. And he heard my voice saying something about it. You know, I mean, I just, I, I, <clears throat> I just find it amazing uh, that like, I, and I, I understand where you're coming from because you're talking about the people, but it works. It absolutely works. A hundred percent, it absolutely works. Fix my hernia. Now it'll be like May when I can get at University of Chicago. Ooh. He also recommended that I go see their weight loss, medical weight loss program. Um, they have a person who's an endocrinologist. An endocrinologist? Endocrinologist. I have three endocrinologists that are my clients. Endocrinologist? As, as a serious FYI, like about 40% of mine and Crystal's uh, clientele are doctors, physicians, assistants, nurses, that sort of thing. Cause that's how well they know how to take care of their health, you know, and they'll admit this, you know, but yeah, I have, I have three endocrinologists. Whatever it's called that lady starts with the name who specializes in that, but also in like medical weight loss. The only thing I'm concerned about is that obviously I, I don't want to necessarily consider a weight loss surgery. Um, and part two of that is I also want to be very careful with like medications because as a person with a cancer history, I don't want to take anything that's going to you could get thyroid cancer for like, I've already done. Jesus Christ. No, do not do Ozempic. Mary, please reach out to me. Please, 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 please. No morbidity between no morbidity product two and our methods. I can help you. I believe I, I can give you the best shot of being helped. If you're willing to help yourself, I can help you for real to any of you out there. Like if you're willing to help yourself, we can help you. It doesn't need to be about the supplements or it could be with the supplements. We can, we can help you no matter what. Like if you're willing, we can help you. We'll help you build a healthier lifestyle. We can help you. I don't care what your politics are. I don't care where you live. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care what you identify as. Just as long, like, just as, long as you don't expect me to fucking pretend that you, know, you have a full on beard and I'm supposed to call you miss. I'm not going to do that. I, I live in reality. 
Um, but I'm telling you right now, I will help anybody. Uh, I'm waiting for on product two to replace my current berberine supplement. It will make that supplement look weak. Our product two is just silly. It's so good. So good. Here's here's one of the secret ingredients right here. On chemo, I don't ever want to do it again unless it's absolutely necessary. And I surely don't want to take a medication that could cause it to be an issue for me later on. So I'm going to have to make sure I discuss and really kind of weigh the options. And also because I now have heart issues is some of these going to eat because some of these are basically like uppers that you take. Like my friend, I forget what she's taking. She's taking a medication that is essentially like an upper and it ups your metabolism. She's taking Fenfen. Metabolism, but it also ups your heart rate. I'm like, well, I don't. It doesn't up your, it doesn't actually up your metabolism. It ups, ups your heart rate, which then ups your energy output. It doesn't actually up your metabolism. It ups your, uh, it ups your uh, heart rate. You don't help transgender people. I help anybody. I just, I'm not going to like do fantasy. Like I've had tra many, tra like dozens of transgender clients. But for real, uh, I will help anybody, but I'm not going to, like, if you've got a beard, I'm not going to call you a she. It's not happening, you know, at all, at all. But absolutely, I'll help anybody. But I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to do the whole make-believe thing. I mean, shit, dude. Like, when people come to us, they literally need to be able to enter the reality that they need to fix themselves, and they need to help themselves, and they need to hold themselves accountable. Pretending that, a, that somebody with a beard is a girl is not in a, anywhere close to reality. We need to get there. I don't think I could even take that because I have a heart problem. And I, I will go ahead and answer this question because I'm sure it will come up from people. Is like, why am I so against weight loss surgery? Well, to be honest with you, there's a few. There's, I could do a whole video just on that. But to kind of sum it up for you, the first first one is my insurance doesn't cover it. I can't do weight loss surgery anyway. I just, I can't. I really was considering it a few years ago. And now that I have a new job, my insurance doesn't cover it. So it's not, um, it's not an option. for me and I don't have enough money to pay for that out of pocket. Part two is that I know that weight loss surgery is not going to solve my issue. Very good. Very good. No, no, no. Weird, but here's the thing. It does not sound weird. It sounds very based in reality. It'll help me lose weight, but it's not going to help this. That's right. This. That's right. That's right. And I think a lot of it will not change your habits. You need to change your habits. It will force you mechanically not to be able to put as much food inside of you. Unless you get a duodenal switch, a duodenal switch actually has uh, actually can cure uh, diabetes. They don't know why. They still don't even know why. But a duodenal switch comes with its a litany of issues that you. It shows that most of them pass away at the same time they would have from the diabetes because there's so much other issues with it, right? People get the weight loss surgery. I know several people who've done it and they gain the weight back. And people are like, how'd you gain the weight back? Because they didn't fix this. Um, and they you keep cannot eating. be my size without having some kind of issue nope. with food. I don't nope. If you're a 250 pound person and up in society and your average height, you have an eating disorder. Get there faster. You've eaten yourself to, to you know, 80 to 100 pounds more than what you should weigh. You have an eating disorder. Whatever your issue is, and there's a multitude of eating disorders out there. I do not think you can be my size without having an issue with food. And weight loss surgery masks that by making you lose the weight. But unless you are actively in therapy to fix this, you're going to gain the weight back or you're going to have other issues that arise from it because you have to get your mental fixed too. And so I don't think for me it would solve my problem. It would just mask an issue and I would probably gain weight back. I know me and I probably would. But also the third thing. Most people do. Is that I have had friends who have done weight loss surgery. And while I have, I've actually know a lot of people in my life who've done weight loss surgery. I mean, I think like seven or eight people. I've eight, 
eight people who have done weight loss surgery that I know personally in real life. Okay. And it's kind of a half and half, a 50, 50, right? I've got half of them who are thrilled with weight loss surgery and the other half, two of them are dead from complications to the surgery. Yep. I have other two, one um, has malnutrition issues. She can't like diet. She doesn't take in any nutrients for stuff. So she's on vitamins and actually on a feeding tube because she can't take in enough nutrients. Yep. And the other one is the one who gained weight back, but now she's got like lactose intolerance and gluten intolerance and like celiac disease and all kinds of stuff that they're connecting to this surgery that she had. So I'm kind of like, it's a 50, 50 crap shoot. And I know two people that have died and both people died of heart attacks and they died of heart attacks because apparently they lost weight so fast that the heart kind of went into shock and caused it to have them to have a heart attack. So, you know, it's not that I'm against weight loss surgery and I'm not, I would never say never, because things change. And, you know, if I was going to do it, I would probably go up to like Northwestern University of Chicago and do it because I would trust them a little more than I would trust the country doctor out in, you know, Portal County. But it's just something that I feel like I don't want to do any more cutting on my body. I want to try to do things naturally. Okay. So I do need to, I'm going to get running here in a second because I got to go take care of some stuff. So I answer a few questions and talk about a few things. However, one of the things she pointed out with is I don't think she'd survive weight loss surgery. She's already got problems with her heart and multiple other issues. And she's already been through chemo and all like that. I don't think she'd survive. It's disgusting. I, I hope that they don't suggest it to her. I would like to say that, Mary, if you do listen to this, uh, please do reach out. And we'll figure something out. Okay. Maybe we can even make it so the content will be good for people, like the good, good for people, because you seem to be very open to your journey. So please do let uh, reach out to me. If you want it to be completely private, I will never mention it. I promise you. You, 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 you deserve some help uh, for putting this out there and helping other people. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, we're going to talk. I'll do, I'll do some Q&A and then we'll go from there. I'll scroll back up and then I got to run. So like five, 10 minutes. Uh, being obese for so long alters a person's mental health. Their brain is already altered by years of processed chemicals. Adding uh, medications on top of that could be worse. It's easier to change habits. I completely agree with that, Rita. And again, Rita, great job on your on your, uh, on your success. But um, I completely agree with that. But it even goes a step farther. I mean, there's like it's many, 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 many studies at this point in time to show that not only the ultra processed foods that people glutton themselves on to get morbidly obese, that cause inflammation that can actually negatively affect when taken in uh, over 20% of a daily average for years upon years upon years, has a 28% reduction in cognitive function and a 25% reduction in executive function of the brain. So it causes the person's mental health to tank, not to mention the fact that just being obese puts the person into an inflammatory state that often causes something called neuroinflammation. And that neuroinflammation causes childlike behavior, depression, those sorts of things. It is impossible to be mentally healthy while, while morbidly obese. Like it is impossible. Your body is not in a proper hormonal state to possibly even be that way. Because even if we didn't count the inflammation, fat is an actual organ. It is estrogenic. It creates estrogen. So anybody that has uh, extra adipose tissue has a higher than normal level of estrogen in their body too. It's one of the reasons why there's very little difference between how Tess Holiday looks and how a fat man of her size also looks, because frankly, it's about the same hormonally. Um, it's pretty fucking sad that way. But um, I do really, really, really hope that like people understand this. It's not because like I call fat people crazy. It's because technically you could be considered crazy hormonally, you know? Um, at least she's self-aware. She just needs an extra push. I believe she just needs some guidance and some help. I really do. I listened 15 pounds down and feeling better. Boom. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I got a little fucking. Ah, oh, there it is. Cat hair. 
every obese person needs to watch our videos. She has personal experience. I completely agree. Uh, she's very self-aware. I agree with that. Uh, the therapy is to find better ways of dealing with things. Food addiction is no different than drug and alcohol. People should view it that way. And we need to start viewing sugar as an addictive substance. Bariatric surgery is high risk. Please just get therapy. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, Alexander Rodriguez, for example, weight loss surgery being a tool, not a miracle. Yeah, very fucking true. Very true. Um, let's see. I'm going to scroll down. Alan is the best. All, uh, always so willing to help. Uh, candor and compassion. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Fat is basically a powerful gland. Yes, it is. A very powerful gland. Very, very powerful. Um, now, guys, I will. I could possibly be back later on the day. I don't know. Um, for those of you that joined and decided to say stupid shit, like completely lie and say you barely eat and stuff like that, um, I, I, I suggest you get uh, therapy and lose weight because you sound like you're uh, you're in complete denial and or crazy. So I hope you have a great day. I hope everybody watches the replay of this on Spotify. It is, I just linked it. We do have a couple coaching slots, coaching slots available for you folks. So please do check those out. Have a great day.